my loves. Good morning, my divine dolls. So, I got to sleep in just a little bit, um, which is much needed. I'm about to go pick up my car and another, I have to get ready and then um, leave my house no longer, no later than 10 a.m. Obviously, still, still waking up, but much needed. I would have been out of the house by now. Um, on a regular day, um, but I just wanted to share this. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have something petty in the time, in the headline, like, uh, while your boys are talking about hair weave and makeup, um, this is, this is what I wake up to, you know, and I just wanted to share some of the, the information with you. It is numbers. But um, I want you to hear the verbiage, and I am a little bit of a numbers girl, so I think that's part of the reason it gravitates toward me. So I'm, I'm sharing my numbers love with you, and obviously this guy likes numbers too. I also wanted to talk a little bit about um, two instances about when I saw pushback when it comes to the financial stuff and how this group handles it. All right, so... um. Wake up, I roll over, open up my Facebook, and this is one of the first posts that came up because I'm not really on social media like that. So I usually just go in there to check and see what's going on with the trades um, and like, for example, with, with these Google ads and stuff like that. So he, he writes, some stats to chew on. Google made $224 billion with the as in B is a boy, billion from AdWords in 2022. Uh, so that would have been last year at the time I'm recording this. 224 billion. The most expensive word in AdWords cost $50 per click. Minimum ad buy for a company is around 250,000. So I hope those are kind of making sense. If you wanted to, if you're a company and you wanted to buy a, um, a keyword for your campaign, you would need to pay $50 per click. So if you're wanting to reach like a 100,000 people or a million people or whatever, then. And so obviously if he's saying here, so 250 divided by 250 divided by $50, 250,000 divided by $50. So that would be a campaign to reach 5,000 people, y'all. 250 um, divided by $50. Yeah, so to reach 5,000 people, and, and that's on the, on the higher end. Um, also, I will kind of circle back to this, but one of the things he said is that this is a company that the, the gentleman that we're partnering with, this is his minimum that he will, that's the minimum he sets for the companies, right? But what one of the, the guys, you know, he gave pushback, but it just tells me that they're paying attention to numbers. They're crunching the numbers. They're not just allowing themselves to be spoon fed, which I think is so important. You know, um, that, that this, this is actually how a lot of people en end up in cults and getting scammed. You're just taking things, you know, for what they are. So one of the, the guys in there said, well, it doesn't make sense. Because if if a plumber wants to buy a Google ad or campaign, 
it wouldn't come out to 250,000. And so I really liked the uh, um response considering this is an XY, right? An XY you know is pushing back but an XY is responding the originator of this post and it wasn't even like a major issue. He said, "Um yes, the thing is is that plumber isn't one of the most expensive keywords in the second bullet here. It says most expensive keywords in AdWords cost $50 per click. A word like plumber is not is not going to be that expensive. And the second part was that the companies that, that they work with have to buy a minimum of 250000 but you can get other ads and campaigns, um, you know, with other companies and stuff like that that will accept for less, Okay. So it says at $50 per click and 250000 Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. So um, it says at $50 per click, 250 k ad buy, it equals 5,000 clicks or leads. And it's funny because like I said, I did wake up and I was kind of looking at all the numbers. I couldn't paste it into my notepad, but we just did the, the math on that, right? So crunching the numbers, understanding what this means on a grander scale. Um, I think that my... Uh, my um entrepreneurial people this is good numbers for you to kind of hear also so just bear that in mind it says per cycle or every 30 days 5000 means 167 clicks or leads a day it says um so the name of the program now has uh 10965 member wallet so of um of all of us it's 10,000 of us that are using this as passive income, right? So if you do, um, t let's say, let's say 10, yeah, just shy of 11,000. So 11,000 um, members with just one package. A lot of people, like I may have been mentioning before, their aim is to get the 200 um, uh, units. And that's a good benchmark for me to push towards. My first one I I might buy, I'll let you guys know, but I'm thinking the most I'll be able to buy is 36 units and then just keep compounding them and work my way up to 200 units. Um, and so that's just one package, right? But like I said, most people have like already, you know, 40 units, 20 units, 30 units, 100 units, 200 units, X amount of units. So, um, you're assuming that it's 11,000 members, one package, uh, one pack, and they each have one package would, um, uh, be the equivalent of $5.5 million. So it says at $50 per click, uh, $5.5 million of the ad buy would equal 109, um, 109,650 clicks or leads. So basically... What I like about this is that we're helping with the with the funding of the ads, right? So making it we're we're making it available for these companies that partner with that guy to get a hundred and nine thousand clicks um or leads. It says um per cycle or thirty days, um one hundred and nine thousand six hundred and fifty means 3,655 clicks or leads a day. So it says 4.9 billion, B as in boy, billion active internet users are 62% of the total population, world population. 
so there are 4.9 billion active internet users. This program um, allows members to get involved in the market for only, you know, 550 units. Um, uh, yeah. So it says the stats ab above only show one vendor's revenue. And this is according to, this is for Google. So it says shows one vendor's revenue just using Google. That's it. Um, so it says our dent in this industry is minuscule at best. Hence why we get paid 25%. Um, in USDT and there's optional re rewards for sharing and referral referring your friends and stuff like that too which is is just like it's really good news um and so why wouldn't you want to share it why wouldn't you want to tell people why you get to you know come home from work early and spend more time with the kids and you know help your parents pay for their house or buy that nice car that you wanted to, or put your kids through college, right? Spend more time with your kids if they're going to the major leagues or stuff like that. But one of the things I noticed, so I, I kind of covered how the originator of this post who gave us, he, he and he just put some stats to chew on. So obviously it's kind of like he, he really enjoyed putting this together. Love the numbers, love to understand where he fell in the grander scheme of things, right? And it's kind of like, um, it's there to kind of open your eyes to what the possibilities are that it is possible. And there's so much upward mobility for you to, you know, the sky's the limit. Um, and I talked about how <clears throat> when, when you start to question, <clears throat> it's like, <clears throat> Well, I apologize. I guess my throat's a little groggy this morning, but um, it could get mean, it could get nasty and stuff like that, but he handled the, the question really well and kind of answered the nuances. I give an example of the most expensive keyword. Plumber might not be the most expensive keyword, and these are the companies that we work with as opposed to other campaign people that one campaigns me went for less. And it's like, oh, okay, thank you so much for the response, right? No problem. And this also reminds me of um in my other group where it's kind of like related to the same thing, but she was sharing that she was going to use her um the infinite banking approach to um get her 200 units of um of ads or to fund yeah, 200 packages using the the IUL and so people were congratulating her, excited for her. And one of these guys, and I will admit his, his response was a little bit snarky and stuff. And I talked about how um, she could have just been, one, not answer it. Two, she could have given him back a sassy response. But I thank God for the moment that she, the way she responded, because, you know, divine power, divine, you know, divine source for the way that she um, responded, because I know that that changed my mind in terms of what's possible. You know, she modeled that. And now it helps me to think about how I can help um, family and friends, you know, and catch the vision and, um, <clears throat> And so she replied back and she said, um, oh, I'm using infinite banking. It's, it's like the eighth wonder of the world. 
right? And so it's just important, especially when you have information and you're trying to help others. And it wasn't, I think, in both instances, not so much about the people who gave impact, who gave pushback as much as it is was about the people who, the rest of us, right? Because I could have read this stuff, which I did, you know, but how do I immerse myself with it and, and play with the numbers? And sometimes, you know, one of the things they teach you in in college is, or, or university, is <clears throat> critical thinking, you know? Um, and, and that's the distinction, I think, between elementary school and, and the university that you choose to go to, um, it, you know, of course, every program is different. Every school is different, but you want to go to a institution that prides itself in, in teaching you to have rigorous, critical, um, thinking. How do you, um, examine things? How do you, um, look at things from a different angle? This is so funny to me too, because, um, well, interesting to me because um, some of you know I did my undergrad in business administration with a concentration in marketing. And um, so one of the, the young ladies that my mom has, has like a little little mini scholarship thing going on for. And um, my mom is like, I need you to help her while I'm while I'm, you know, over here and stuff like that. And so I got to ask her, I'm like, what are you in school for? And she's like my mini me she's like oh business administration marketing I'm like yes I was like we have to catch up because here's the thing I know for a fact that from the time that I have been you know in school for undergrad I went on to do um, business administration with a concentration in in human resources um, and then um, did a year of a doctorate program in administration and leadership but um, I'm so excited. I was like, you have to tell me all of the different things about um, that you learned. And I know it has to be different. I mean, when I was in school, we were learning about the four P's, right? And it's funny. I, I say I always forget the third, the fourth one, but let's see if I can push through it. So it's like the four P's are placement, um, pricing, promo. I think pricing is the one I always usually forget. Pricing, promo. Um, pricing, promo, placement, and yeah, it's a different fourth one now. Let me see if I can type it in real quick. But I know for a fact that, yeah, are there um, things that are still the same for piece of marketing? So I typed that into Google. Product, price, place, and promotion. <clears throat> the most important is product, which is funny because I, I made myself remember um, pricing and now I feel like I dropped off the word product. So I'm just going to reprogram that in my mind. But I say all this to say when I was in, in doing my undergrad, um, they didn't have... Google ads wasn't anywhere near to close to what it is now, right? And so when you talk about putting together a campaign and, and using keywords, what does that look like? What does that sound like? And 
obviously it's so effective. I know I took a screenshot of um of like how they show the Google ad revenue and how it continues to um increase over the years. Let me see. And I, I couldn't find it. I know I have it in my um in my <clears throat> in my pictures and stuff. I should have tagged it into my note into my notebook with the words. But yeah, if you type in the Google ad revenue, actually one of the things he took a screenshot of um comes up there. And actually, I think if you go to images, yep, and then if you go to images, <laughs> you will see the, the chart that he um cut and paste. It's the one that shows. Let's click on this one. So this is, yeah, so 2001, yeah, yep, yep, yep. This was around the time I was doing my undergrad. Um, I wasn't, I was not in school in 2001, but I'm saying that to say that um, by the time I was in undergrad, I mean, we're talking about point zero seven. um what is this in terms of of advertising revenue in billions of US dollars, right? And now in 2022, it's up to 224.7. I think that even going up into um 2010, 2011, 2016, um still at the half and slow growth and even over the last mm, since 2017 has pretty much doubled, right? So there's that part. And so then, yeah, that's that's exactly what he did. He typed in Google ad revenue. Um, and <clears throat> if you do that, you what well, the first thing that will come up will show the characteristics on the left-hand side, 2022, 2021, 2020, 2020, 2019, and then advertising revenue in billion. And then if you go to images, then you will see the chart um, and then these were some of the other things he typed in too. So it says revenue from Google network ads hit 8.5 billion B as in boy, which is only 11.1%. And YouTube ad revenues registered at 8 billion, 8 B as in boy billion with, or only 10.5. So remember in the first set of stats, I was talking about how we were only looking at the ad revenue for Google. So YouTube would be another um, ad revenue. It says, in other words, at 59 billion, B as in boy, the total ad revenue from Google constituted 77.6% of the company's total revenue in the quarter. Um, Yeah, and see, and so this one is a little bit more down to earth. Like I think if you're gonna Google the word, plumber that says how much ad revenue per 1000 views on average a youtuber owns or earns around 18 cents for each view which amounts to 18 dollars for every 1000 views oh yeah this was in response to how much do youtubers make so um obviously you fund the campaign there's leads you know, you get leads from the clicks and then you also have to pay people like YouTubers that run the ads um, and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, let me. 
And that seems to be on the higher end, 18 cents, because here it says how much um, revenue per 1,000 Google ads, and it's roughly between 2 cents and $2.05 and per thousand views. Although it depends on many factors, including the content of your site, location of your users, time on site, and device breakdown. It says user AdSense revenue calculator above to find out how much you could earn with your website. Okay, and uh, my brother was into something like this. Like it, we were um, exploring different things in, back then, but they even talk about how you can make a um, a web page and have campaigns go on your um, on your web page, and you get paid out for them. So I think that's what that's referring to in terms of AdSense. It says, "Is Google Ads really profitable?" And then I'm gonna go. I have to get ready and. <clears throat> so it says, is Google Ads really profitable? Um, it says, because the fact is, Google is one of the most profitable companies on the planet for a reason. Google makes money from Google Ads because people keep using it. And then it says, check out how much money some of our biggest spenders on Google Ads spend annually. From 40 to $50 million a year. So, yeah, I that's a... That's, uh, um, that's just something fun and different to take my mind off of the, you know, push and pull of the hair weave and makeup and black women ain't ish conversations that are going on right now. Um, and I think that as I'm getting ready to close out too, one of the things that kind of is on the, on the plate for me to play with is, you know, is the millionaire as millionaires version of myself really going to care about you know some of these things um <laughs> I don't think I'll be so bogged down with it and I can move on to other things and um that still make an impact but um remember yeah I'm going to leave that alone so yeah All right, y'all, until the next podcast, take care, and I will catch you later. I'm not sure what my scheduling will be like for the next two days because I, um, in between getting my car and then going to my niece's track and field stuff, going into the weekend, I'm pretty sure I'm going to be busy. Might record late at night, but I I usually respond to things that I see, and um, unless there's some thought that pops into my head I'm just um, not really going to be in that kind of flow so I wish you the best be safe stay dry out there it is raining today and tomorrow out here and that one song what it never rains and and it never rains in something California well apparently it does and it's much needed rain and it's welcome it's just a matter of like we don't know how to drive out here in the rain and yesterday I was driving to one of my locations and the traffic, you know, kind of slowed down a little bit. And when I tell you it was my time to pass, the 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 the, the cars kind of just opened up and I could see an accident had just happened. <clears throat> I was running about five to ten minutes late that day, but an accident had just happened and it just broke my heart and... I felt so bad, but you could see one of the women was still in the car. She was in a smaller BMW and she was holding her head inside the car. And you could tell like just all the pain in her, 
in her face and <clears throat> another woman was tapping on her window trying to get her attention because with how much damage there was to the front of the vehicle you have to get her out in case the car you know could explode or whatnot and there was another car that was mangled but it was on the bigger side and from what I could tell she was the only person that was still in the car and in pain and so like I said it had just happened and it just makes you realize you know how precious life is and you know a reminder and and um to just drive safe out there you know and <clears throat> wherever you were rushing to and that extra you know look over the shoulders and extra checking of, of lanes and stuff, which is a part of the reason I want to get a brighter car too, because I noticed with my car being um, lower and and really dark, um, sometimes people don't see it, you know, and it's below their line of visibility because I'm down there on the ground. So I'm like, nah, you're going to see me coming. You're going to hear that horsepower coming. <laughs> it's kind of like safety measures. It's still a little bit, it's still on the lower side, but... <clears throat> And just, you know, I try to drive like I, like people like are trying to get to their loved ones and I'm driving safely because I have loved ones that I want to see grow up and um, share memories with and stuff like that too. So, all right, y'all, let me, let, let's get this. I like getting dressed up, so I'm going to enjoy just, you know, take my shower, um, might throw on a little bit of makeup and <clears throat> go pick up my baby until the next one. Bye.